Welcome to City Limits. I'm Kevin. And I'm Anne. And we're recording this on Monday, mm-hmm. but we're here to talk about the big events of the last weekend. Yeah. And of course, the biggest event, yep. Mac Jones' debut as a Patriot. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was not what I thought it was going to be. No, but yeah, I'm, those are pretty I'm, big... I'm just kidding. But, but it, was a, it was a pretty big game. I, mean, I, had to get, I did get to watch it a little bit. So, But he did look good, 29-39 for 281 yards, but one touchdown and... Zero picks. What they lost. Futures here. <laughs> but by far the biggest event, not event, but... Um, was it events? There's two things, I think. <laughs> events? Well, three. Overall, yep. I mean, we're, we're basing our show on the city, but overall, of course, it was the 20th anniversary mm-hmm. of 9-11. That was the biggest one. That was, that was by far the biggest one. Yeah. And everybody remembers where they were that day. Well... Everybody but our our youngest one doesn't remember. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, everyone that was alive. Yeah. No, it's true. It's 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 hard. That's one that doesn't leave your memory. It's right. a, It's still. It's still. Of course, we were in the Monroe Building. I don't know if you remember. I do. I remember it like. And I remember driving there and just hearing mm-hmm. on the radio, and they thought it was you know a, a small plane. I do. I remember. So I went upstairs to the office. Yeah. We had a black and white little TV. Yep. So when I worked late, I could watch the news or something, um, and it turned it on. It was the Today Show, yeah. I think. Yeah, it was the Today Show. And Matt Lauer, whatever yeah. happened to that guy. Um, <laughs> and I think, was it Katie Cook? Katie Cook, yeah. 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 So I don't remember everything. <laughs> um, just, but I remember just, how crystal clear the day was and how, and be- how it was beautiful, beautiful it was. Day. It was a beautiful day, and I was driving, and I had just dropped... Um, Maggie was in first grade and Liam was in Campus Kinderhouse. And I just yeah. dropped Liam off at Campus Kinderhouse and was headed to work. And I was listening to it unveil on the radio. And I remember yeah. running into the office and we just immediately me. turned around and went back and got our kids. Yeah. And um, that was a really weird day. It was horrific. Weird. Then week. we yeah. I mean, were sort of under a flight path, I guess. Yeah. Not technically, but yeah. sometimes the planes fly pretty low. Then we started worrying for about For a week, yeah. for at least a couple weeks. No, no planes, which felt weird around yeah. here, but yeah, I also remember everything we, felt weird. Everything was strange. I do remember that immediately you started thinking about the people that you knew that were getting on planes. You knew a few people getting on planes, yeah. and we also knew oh, people yeah. in the Pentagon. Was you, you, you know, you had a friend that was working on the Pentagon. It was, it was, a, yeah. it was a. It, that he whole was thing. in Ring D, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, in that corner, kind of. Thank God um, he was okay. Yeah, so. but it was a, It was. It's still something that makes you, you know, shiver with fear. Yeah, <laughs> change the world. Forever. But. The 20th anniversary. So mm-hmm. it's, it was a big memorial event, mm-hmm. I think. But the big event in Quincy, of yeah. course, was the General's Bridge dedication and the statues in the park dedication. Mm-hmm. And that kicked off Friday night mm-hmm. with the um, an evening with the Generals gala. Yep. How many galas have you been to? <laughs> Not been to a lot of galas. <laughs> and that was in front of City Hall. So um, a lot of people were asking, like, what's happening? Was, what's yeah. going on in front of City Hall? There was this, you know, this yeah, structure. Saw, everybody saw the tent go up. Yeah. I don't know if it was a tent. <laughs> yeah, bigger tent than most people are used to. Yeah. Um, and then they put in, I guess, privacy screening Thursday or maybe before then. And so you couldn't see into it. Right. But the event itself was beautiful. You could, you cannot take away from the fact that it was transformational. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, but the tent had like... Glass ceilings, I think it had, and it yeah, had, it had um, like skylight ceilings, and the lights they had up, and then they had chandeliers. So when you looked up, you saw the stars. It was 
Very Cinderella-ish. <laughs> yeah, and City Hall, both mm-hmm. old and new City Hall looked great. And I'd say where New the, City Hall looked pretty amazing. It was yeah. reflecting the whole thing. Yeah, when crazy. the mirror ball was with the hydrangeas mm-hmm. was was beautiful, and then they had those paintings out of the generals. Yeah, oh, and that looked, generals. That looked, yeah. the way the way it was lit, it looked outstanding. Yeah, they had a tent with the two bars, and um, I think they had yeah. a. I didn't have it, but they had a signature drink. They had a signature drink, signature cocktail, the yes. QVT Quincy Veterans Tribute. Yeah. In case you want to make that at home, <laughs> it's Hendrix Gin, St. Germain Elderflower Liquor, and Fresh Squeezed Meyer Lemon Juice. It sounded fantastic. I, was I didn't have that. I didn't have it either. I should have maybe had it, but I did not have it. I but have- if you're wondering at home, and I know a lot of people are wondering, mm-hmm. it was open bar. It was open bar. You know, people, people were asking us, but the thing is, is this was it was a phenomenal night, and it was... Um, later we found out that it was paid for by, um, generous donations of the, of the city. But, um, it, you know, I was, for me, it was a special night for me because I got to see some people that I hadn't got to see in a long time. And that was, um, the Dumford brothers Yeah, <laughs> and, um, I grew up with them. So I, yeah. um, some of them are a little older than me, but Jimmy was not there on Friday night. I got to see him on Saturday. Um, and general Joe Dumford and his wife. And so. Joe was, is older than you. So you didn't. Uh... Yeah. No, he was. He was more in the, they had to make sure when we were down in Marshville, they just had to count our heads to make sure there was enough, there was enough of us to, to account to the parents. Right. I was one of the ones that they had to make sure I was you know, not out too far swimming. Yep. So after the cocktail hour, we went to our tables mm-hmm. and the dinner. The people uh-huh. trying to organize everybody getting to the tables was interesting. It was, it was, it was yeah. hard to organize. You went right to the table, Kevin. You, were, you, were, you listened to everything they were telling you to do. I'm a rule follower. <laughs> you are a rule follower. So the first course was an heirloom tomato and stone fruit salad. Mm-hmm. And the main course, just so everybody knows, was a duet. A fillet of beef and chicken. Mm-hmm. And then for dessert, there was a cherry tart. And that was delicious. That was delicious. And the tablescapes were beautiful. You know, gold rim, gold rim plates and yep. champagne and wine was served. And it Great. was, it was, it, and, the, and just so everybody knows, the tent was open. So it was ventilated. I did bring my mask in case it wasn't, but it was, it was, um, it was open. So there was plenty of, um, plenty of air going through. Um, so, a lot of people were asking that because they didn't know what was going on and they, they didn't know if this was something the taxpayers were paying, which we were told this was all done by generous donations, corporate, sponsors, corporate sponsorships. But, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll read them off. Mm-hmm. They had different levels. Different levels. They don't say how much the levels are. Mm-hmm. And that I, that I think may be an issue someday. But um, the chairman of the joints, chiefs of staff mm-hmm. uh, level is Fox Rock, of course, Cork yeah. Cars. Uh, Suffolk Construction, Stop and Shop, and Tremont Acid Management. Mm-hmm. And then the four-star generals is Arbella Insurance, Cashman Construction, mm-hmm. Granite Links. Everybody knows Granite Links. John Flatley Company and Lee Kennedy. And then the major general level was um, Naughton Corp, C. Naughton Corp, Quincy Mutual Group, Woodward & Curran, and Excess Brokers. And then the Brigadier General level was AD Atlantic Development, Boston Scientific, Callahan Construction, Delbrook JKS, Feeney Brothers, uh, Utility Services, LBC Boston, and then Leo Martin, or in memory of Leo Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was all the, the sponsors that were in there. And I think at the end of the night, they did mention that this was all paid for by the the contributors and it was mentioned again at the the day of the general's bridge yep and it was 
going, they did supposedly, I don't, I didn't get this total, but you said it's around a million dollars, a million dollars to the Semper Fi and America's fund. Mm -hmm. And I'll just read the first part of that. Semper Fi Fund is an organization committed to helping the lives of critically ill or injured U.S. Armed Force members and their families. The organization raises funds to create programs to provide veterans with the resources they need to successfully transition back into society. And there were several, um, there were several people from all over the country that were there, um, wounded warriors that were there. Um, several of them sitting around us at the day of the General's Bridge, and um, and they were there. You know, they were there to. To support General Joe Dunford. Yep, and General Dunford spoke. Yep, at the event he spoke at the he spoke at the the gala, and he talked about the Sempify and he talked about what they were trying to do to be able to help people in their families, um, and whether it was um, with the medical help or the caregiving, just everything that has to go into that because they were they were sacrificed they, they went and sacrificed their lives in the sense of to go off to war and this is what we need to do to make sure that they they can they can feel strong and whole here at home so right. it's a great foundation and it's um and it was it was very poignant and they also had several families from Quincy I won't name names but they they were mentioning their kids that were serving in different branches of government that were working their way home from Afghanistan and I my heart goes out to them too because that's a it's it's hard to have somebody in your family that's in the military when something's you know not going right <laughs> So. Right. So that I think that does it for that event. The gala, yeah. The gala. It was it it was a it was a very nice night. Um I did get to speak to General Dunford at the end of the night. Um and to try to coordinate the next morning to make sure his dad was gonna be able to see my parents. But that's yeah. a selfish thing, but you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and so the next next morning was the General's Bridge dedication. Mm -hmm. That was a special day for all the veterans. You know, there was a lot of people that were coming from all over to be able to come and participate and listen to the General speech. My parents were there. My 94-year-old father, who was listed in the book, he was uh, in the army in World War II, um, that time frame, and um, he was very interested in the event for that day, and he was very happy to be there. Right, and I know that was. I'll read this from the Globe because I thought it was pretty good. Quincy, long known as the city of presidents for being the home of John Adams and Quincy John Adams, has good reason to be known as the city of generals, mm -hmm. producing no less than 18 in the U.S. military since the Revolutionary War. Um, and then they have a quote from General Dunford. There have only been 40 chiefs of staff of the Army, and for a city, city of the size of Quincy to produce two in just two decades is pretty amazing. And then, of course, they so they had the three big st statues. Mm -hmm. Kind of doing this out of order, I guess. That's okay. Of uh, General McConville, General Dunford, and uh, retired General... Well, General Dunford's retired also, but... Uh, General Sullivan. Mm -hmm. And then they had uh, bronze busts of more generals. Uh, Francis McGinn of the Army National Guard, Charles Sweeney of the Air Force, Stephen Keefe of the Air Force Reserve, and Air Force Brigadier General Ronald Rand. Mm -hmm. I hope I didn't miss anybody else. But 11 other generals will be, will be commemorated with engravings in the parks. Or were. Yeah. So the event was really special. I mean, they 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 started by um, when they walked in, um, they went up at the stage, and I think there was some discussions that were going on. But the most interesting part of the day was really listening to um, the introductions of the generals and um, the stories that were being told to introduce them, and then the generals themselves speaking. So it was, you know, it, it is kind of phenomenal to listen to to the stories that they had to tell. Right, and I know even though it wasn't a nine eleven event, mm -hmm. the generals, I think. The mayor even went to, they, they tried to tie in 9-11 mm -hmm. 
So that was good. For the event, yeah. Yeah. And then when, when they got to the point where um, General Dumfrit was speaking, he had been looking at his watch. And when he got up, he, he mentioned the fact that he wanted people to know that he was looking at his watch because he was recognizing that it was almost 12 o'clock. And that was the time that the, um, the the landing was happening. And I know Governor Baker was supposed to be there, but he couldn't be there for that exact reason. Yeah. Because the body of um, Marine Sergeant Johanny Rosario Burchardo was being returned to Lawrence. And so. that's when it was real. Like, you know, when somebody, yeah. when, when General Jumpert was mentioning the fact that he was watching his watch and he mentioned this and we took a moment of silence for that, that's when you realized why we're, you know, what, what this was all about in the sense that this was about the men and women who are serving. It was more than just the generals. And he was making a point of making sure that everybody knew that this was an incredible event, but it was really about all of the people who serve in, in the Yeah, he seemed to make. want to go to um, great lengths with the, with the talk the night before and then that day about how was all the servicemen. Mm-hmm. And women. Um, and then all the generals talked about how the city of Quincy basically provided them a, an atmosphere of patriotism and mm-hmm. stuff. So that was great. Um, yeah. And then they had flyover. They did have cool. a flyover, yep. Two, I think they were F-15s, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't um, know. What else, Anne? Well, it was a great day. I think there was a, there was a lot of um, people that were very happy to be there. And, um, you know, it's hard to it's hard to imagine on nine, that was nine eleven and that we were having this type of it was kind of a both types of thing nine eleven and a celebration in some way so it was it was a nice day. Yeah, I know some people out there are are criticizing it a little bit maybe because it's nine mm-hmm. eleven was going on and maybe mm-hmm. that wasn't the time for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see that argument also. And then there are questions out there because people saw the great focus on the event for two weeks. Mm-hmm. The city was going crazy putting. Up buntings on private buildings and mm-hmm. and painting uh, blue note yeah and, and um, the burnt out building and, and yeah on Hancock Street and, uh, was painting painted. all the signs and there was and a lot of attention there's a lot of attention and people are, are just want all the police details and just wondering you know is that coming out of well I think the, the frustration taxpayers? is is there's the you know there's 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 a there's a lot of people in the city of Quincy that feel like there's the included and the excluded. You know, if you're in the inner circle, you're included. If you're out of the inner circle, you're not included. Right. And in this particular case, we were, they were watching a lot of things get done. Maybe not in their own neighborhoods. Maybe not in their their own parks and the surrounding areas. But there's a lot of attention in the downtown, and there's always a lot of attention in the downtown. But it was really magnified in the couple of weeks coming up to this event. Right. And you know, then you saw the 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 you know the structures going up. And really, it looked like it was going to be a city-funded event. But to come to find out the night before and the day of, it was announced. So in the private party, we knew it was you know, being funded by those sponsors. And then the day of, it was announced that that it was all, you know, all, it was a fundraiser and it was um, all paid for by the donors. I was invited. I was not asked to donate, but I was invited. So it's, you know, I was a guest. I was a guest at the event. And I was an elected official, and I was able to bring bring a date. You were my date. I was <laughs> so, your date. So, so I mean, you know, it, it's just it's it's hard because you know they, there's no there's no levels of that, but it was donated, and it was really incredible. And so certainly, it was a great event. The mayor deserves praise for um, in his staff for you know finding out about the generals and creating an event around it. Mm-hmm. There was predicted three to four thousand people. I forgot about that. <laughs> What there was three? Oh. I forgot the predict. Yeah, there was. But there were. There was. It was predicted there was going to be three to four thousand people, and they had um, you know, large um, staging kind of for people to like to yeah, sit in. That were the most 
or half full, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that there was not three to 4,000 people. It was mo- there was probably- The ledger reported several hundred. Um, it was close to 1,000. We'll give them 1,000. But- yeah. So maybe maybe the fact that it was on September 11th yeah, took think, away from the crowd. I think maybe if it was a week later or a week earlier, they yeah. would have got that crowd. But. Unfortunately, we'll never know. But it was. Yeah. I, I think I do think September 11th. There's a lot of events happening all over, and the, it's hard to compete with. I mean, it's 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 September 11th is is something that everybody does differently and and has their own kind of path of how they do it. So this was a, this was an incredible thing, but it you know it, it didn't bring three or four thousand people into the city, yeah. but it. Did have a lot. There's at least a thousand people. Yeah, and it was a great event. And mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed listening to the stories. So that was great. So, yeah. you know, although it didn't bring in, you know, the numbers that they thought the numbers that they thought were going to bring in, and maybe it wasn't as, as three or four thousand people didn't come. But the people who were there did truly appreciate um, the stories that were being told and being able to really listen to the generals that came from Quincy. And it was a special day for many veterans. And I'm just glad I had the opportunity to listen and to learn. So the next biggest story, and we'll just touch upon this one a little bit, is uh, Fox Rock unveiled their Ross Lot development plans. Mm-hmm. So I'll just read this. from This is from the Quincy Sun, Scott Jackson. A Quincy-based company, Fox Rock, has unveiled formal plans to redevelop part of the former Ross Lot and Quincy Center, including a 20-story tower housing a combined 325 hotel rooms and apartments, 150,000 square foot office building, a two-story building with a restaurant and other amenities, and a 490-car parking garage. Mm-hmm. Fox Rock's property pitched the proposed development known as kind of a strange selection <laughs> of a name, Switchpoint so. Quincy. <laughs> they switched it all right. Yeah. Uh, to okay. the planning board during its meeting on September 8th, Fox Rock is seeking two separate approvals from the board. The first is a certify, cert- certificate of consistency for the overall project and the second is a special permit to build the hotel and residential structure 20 stories high mm-hmm. i guess it's that district 15 is only supposed to be 15 stories mm-hmm. tall by right and then 20 stories with a special permit yeah so we're growing in quincy center right. so so just so you know what was originally pitched mm-hmm. and what what got the land disposition agreement passed mm-hmm. was a 200 square foot medical facility mm-hmm. there's no real mention of that Nope. 110 affordable or workforce <laughs> apartments. No mention of that. <laughs> and a 140-unit hotel, which has sort of grown a little bit. So Yeah. So so Switchpoint is the name, and Switch is what we're doing here. So this is, I think this is the third plan for the down, the third, the third different set of what we might be doing for this particular lot. So I am not sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so switch point is what we're what we're talking about. There is no mention of the medical medical facility. They do talk they do about. They say that that they could build it for that. Yeah, it's it's loosely mentioned more or less right. saying that they're going to build it for use retail, restaurant, office use, but there's no signed medical lease tenant. Yeah, I don't know why they had to go to twenty stories from fifteen. Um, I think I a hotel has always been kind of a push in Quincy Center for some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather have them, you know, I don't know, understand why we have to be the tallest. Can we just be the most interesting? You know? <laughs> Can we be architecturally significant in Quincy for once instead of these cookie cutter buildings that are kind of... Well, it's like a tall, narrow skyscraper. Yeah, it's a narrow lot. Um, yeah. yeah, so I, don't, I, don't, I can't tell. There's only three 
illustrations. So I can't tell if that's yeah. they're not what so, it really looks like. So they didn't get the they did they did not get the approval yet. It's going to have to go back to the planning board. I was not able to make that meeting. I had a prior commitment, so I couldn't go to that meeting. But they they did not get the approval. It's going to be um, they're going to the planning board's going to take a look at it. They're going to you know figure out their questions, and I think they're coming back on November tenth. Yep. Um, After let's see. Um, yeah, so following the public comments, Board Chairperson Richard Mead said he and his fellow board members would need time to consider the application, and he would suggest that the board put this on the agenda for November and not October, because it is, I think, he's not saying it's a big change, but there's a lot to consider, I think. Yeah, I think it is a big change, though, because, you know... The, no, I, he the, just didn't say it. The, L, the LDA, I did not approve the LDA. I was not, because... We didn't know who who was going to be the tenant. Who was going to be? We're being promised. We're taking away the reverter at Hospital Hill with the attentions that we're going to take the emergency room out of Hospital Hill that's gone, and you know take the medical use of Hospital Hill and transfer it down into the Ross parking lot. That was the deal. That is the deal. Yeah. <laughs> and it turned from a medical like emergency slash facility to no emergency to just a medical office building. That I remember the, the big sticking point was they had to have some kind of medical. medical. Yeah. And now it's like, it's going to be an office with restaurants and a hotel and apartments, but the medical is kind of very loose and there's no tenant. So, you know, yeah. it, like I don't want to see a dentist move in there and have it called a medical building, but you know, it's disappointing because I think it's not, you know, the reverter. Um, it's it, the LDA signed there. They, the hospital, hospital Hills will underway. And you know, we were promised something, and it's what's the name of this location? Switch what? Switch point. Switch point. I think they should call it sw the switcheroo. Or switch bait. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's unfortunate. I mean, I hope that you know that, that this is going to come true. But the thing is, is and that you'll keep an open mind. I will keep an open mind. But the thing is, is, like even up at Hospital Hill, there were certain requirements that they were supposed to have up at Hospital Hill: no balconies, and I believe that the plan went before the planning board. It's not being built yet, but it had balconies. So, yeah. you know, these are things that find details that should be taken into account when you say you're not going to have something and you bring it back. I remember, this is a different story, but in, in Ward 4, when BJ's went up, they had a facade on the front of BJ's and it was supposed to look a certain way. It's supposed to be a window. Yeah. And they made a big stink and they went back and they changed it, which that's great. They faked a window. They faked a window. <laughs> but the point is, is that they, they plan showed one thing and... You know, this administration came in and was like, nope, we're going to make sure it looks the way it was supposed to look. Well, I wish we had that kind of attention to detail with these things because this yeah, is- that we this, have in like parks. And I mean, this is, this is much bigger than BJ's. This is, this is, this is our downtown and this is going to be, you know, a 20 story building. I don't, I, you know, that's not what we were told in the LDA and now it's a 20 story building and it doesn't have medical use. These are, these are changes that are well beyond what we should be accepting. Right. Um, and we should know about them. I mean, that's the other thing is that we're knowing about them because we read them in the paper. Yeah. Well, it's at the planning board. So that does it for this one. We don't have any listener mail. No. But if, if you want to send some listener mail about, you know, this show, about the events of the past weekend. I do have one. Feel free. So. I have one shout out. That's okay. A shout out. Jocelyn Setney um, is a constituent here in the city of Quincy. And she did ask me if there was any way she could um, maybe meet General Joe Dumford because her brother is working to help um, the American Afghanistan University students um, evacuate in Afghanistan. And his brother worked closely with Joe Dumford, General Joe Dumford. So I was able to connect them. But what was really incredibly interesting about this is I connected this woman with General Joe Dumford. And uh, when they connected, he realized that not only did he know her brother, but he also, he wanted her to meet his father, 
Joe Dunford Sr. because Joe Dunford Sr. was a Boston police, um, worked for the Boston police, and her brother-in-law was on duty with um, Joe Dunford and passed away. And, and there was a, another connection. So she she made sure she let me know that the story happened. And she was like, it was incredible. Not only was there a connection between my brother and the general, but the general actually knew another connection was with his father and her brother-in-law, which I think is pretty cool that Joe Dunford was able to recall all that information. So, yeah. so I just want to put that out there because this is this was an event that was really about these generals, but this General Dunford They was, all seemed like great guys, they, very humble. They very... were, and, and the fact that he took the time to talk to this person and then when he was talking to her, connected another piece of her family tree to, together. I thought that was pretty incredible, and she yeah. was pretty moved by it. And I just wanted to share that story because that was just one story, and I can tell you the lines were long for all of them to talk to people. People were talking to all of them and they just seemed really interested in talking to everybody that was in those lines. And I thought that was the coolest part of the day. Cool, Anne. I, I don't have any music for shout outs. You gotta let me know when you're gonna do this stuff. <laughs> we, need to, we need the jazz to show up. Okay. So. Well, I'm sorry. You I didn't, let me know. I didn't think that it was that kind of a shout out, but I thought it was cool. There was no, a couple of other, cool. but that was the cool. That was my coolest one for, for sure. Yep. Okay. So we'll be back again next week. We do have one announcement. Uh, so September 18th, the Wollaston Hill has their Saturdays in the park at Safford Park from three to eight, and they have two bands: uh, Tsunami of Sound at 3:30 p.m. Surf music. In case you don't know, uh -huh. the father of surf music was born in Quincy Point, Dick Dale. So if we need another park, <laughs> may I suggest something around that? And then the Gypsy Moss at 5 o'clock p.m. And then they have the Wollaston Hill Beer Garden, of course. And then they have Mama Deb's Italian food truck. Sounds mm. interesting. Mm -hmm. That's more of our dinner date than a gala. But <laughs> <laughs> Food truck is my date specialty. <laughs> Obviously, I like it. <laughs> It's very often. I can't compete with you taking me to Gala's. <laughs> it's good to know people. <laughs> so that does it for this week. Okay. Oh, and one more thing, Anne. I want to remind everybody that tomorrow is the preliminary, and I want everybody to come out and vote. And school committee is on the ballot. So School committee is very important. It is very important. And you get to vote for three, and tomorrow is the day. So please come out and vote. You were a school committee member. Once. I was a school. And you always used to say in your literature, mm -hmm. good schools mean good people. Mm -hmm. yeah. So schools are important, folks. So I do. I really want people to come out and vote. I'll be I'll be going around to the polls saying hello to people. But it's really important. You know, you have all day. Come on up and vote. Say hi. It's going to be a beautiful day. Right. So that does it again this week on City Limits. Thanks, everybody. See you at the polls. <laughs>